It's the Kyle Hyman Show on Redeemer Radio. What I've found, both personally and like reading, is that being educated, especially for like a young woman, actually increases her autonomy and her like right to know her own body. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's just good to know. It's time for Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia Henneberry from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Wake up! This is Kyle Hyman here with Sister Ignatia for Morning Jolt. And <laughs> <laughs> there are turkeys walking by. Yes. What about, what do you say, 30 feet, 20 feet from oh, us? Oh, yeah. Um, is this normal? Oh, totally normal. Are they wild or do you grow turkeys here? <laughs> Sometimes it feels like we grow turkeys. We we joke. We joke about them. There's only two right now, but there's many more. Just, Do you name them? No. Oh, okay. I, I wonder. I marvel at them. I'm not sure if I've seen a creature that's more odd looking. If you like really look at it, yeah, you know? They're, they're pretty odd. Yeah. You just wonder. And they walk with that like yeah. head jutting out. And then they forget that they can fly all the time. Oh. Yeah. They get really scared and then they just don't know what to do. They can't fly very much though, can they? They sleep in trees. Did you know that? Huh. I yeah. did not. Yep. I've seen them on roofs places. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't. A wildlife experience. Have you seen them sleeping in trees? Yeah. If you go around in the woods in the evening, they'll like, they'll fly up and roost. Yeah. It's huh. not very graceful, but they get up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you don't hunt the turkeys here? No. I mean, they have a steady diet of bird seed that falls oh, okay. from all the bird feeders. Gotcha. Yeah, so I, I doubt they'd be anything worth eating. But <laughs> Well, we've talked about contraception, a little bit about NFP. Mm-hmm. And NFP, natural family planning, involves charting. Mm-hmm. And thought maybe we could talk a little bit about that today. Because you mentioned the importance of charting, even if you're not married. Even if yeah. you're not having relationships. Right. Is that something that you have done in the past or do currently? I, again, not... <laughs> I, I only bring this up because you brought it up. I, Correct. I, I normally wouldn't Correct. be asking no. you this kind of <laughs> full a question. disclosure. <laughs> we entered into this conversation full knowing. Um, yes, I will. I will say right now, my mother is probably very proud of me. Okay. She, she raised me, you know, to have your your these, biological my mother. biological mother. Okay. Yes. Um, so so charting again. Yeah, I don't have to be perhaps as diligent as a married woman, but I do pay attention and chart when I have my menstrual cycle and everything, just because. You have all these different hormones acting on your body that affect you in all realms. So, like, Mm -hmm. if I'm upset (laughs) or I cry randomly or all these things, like, it's actually very comforting to know, like, oh, okay, like, I'm going to start my period in a couple of days. Mm. So, one, I'm not going crazy. Mm -hmm. Two, I'm not just a jerk. Mm-hmm. to live with or I can be a little more <laughs> vigilant <laughs> in my attitude when I'm talking to people or I'm extra tired. It's just good to know yeah. <laughs> your own body and to know that it's healthy too. Like, yeah, if something's a little off, why not be able to find out what's going on? Well, and that actually gets in a little bit of what we're talking about with contraception. And we didn't mention the idea that a lot of people might be taking contraception because their doctor said they should for yeah. various reasons of irregular cycles, mm-hmm. because of cramping, because of acne, different things. Uh, but contraception isn't necessarily, and actually, I've never heard a Catholic doctor say that there was a reason that somebody had to be on contraception. There's always another option. Correct. And a lot of times a better option right. than contraception for those kinds of things. 
But a lot of times when you're charting, you can see things that would normally just be masked by contraception. You can see exactly. problems, whether it be a biological problem, something that could be fixed with mm-hmm. progesterone or another hormone or something mm-hmm. like that. Some of that could even be problems with infertility. Exactly. Or yeah. they could help you with the, the cramping mm-hmm. instead of just covering it up. Right. Solving the problem rather than the symptom. Exactly. And even in some of the reading I was doing, like, so the one week that someone doesn't take or, you know, the one week that you're supposed to have your period on a contraceptive or something isn't really even your normal period. Like, it, your body hasn't gone through that natural cycle, that, which leads to the normal bleeding and ovulation. Like, it's almost like a fake mm. <laughs> um, period. So, yeah, what your body is craving in those hormones, you're not getting. So those are like, you. your body needs those. Like a woman's body is made to work with all those hormones and you're depriving it from all those things. And then if you're, yeah, if your body is like, if there's something wrong or um, something is way more painful than it should be, there's a reason for that. And there are doctors out there that actually care and want to know what that reason is instead yeah. of just prescribing a medication because yeah birth control is treated not like any other medicine other medicines are only prescribed if absolutely necessary or needed Uh, birth control is never the only option Uh but it's prescribed way more than anything else and the side effects are so many yeah yeah and these poor young women take this because their parents told them to or whatever um, and they're a teenager and then they have these effects that how were they supposed to know when they were 15 or 16? Right. Yeah, it's just not fair. So when we're talking about charting, what are we talking about here? It depends, I guess, on how, what kind of charting you want to do. There's apps out there that are lovely. There's um, a Clue app that I've used. Um, Clue? Clue, yes. Okay. There's others that do focus. That one isn't able to chart based on like cervical mucus specifically. Like uh-huh. You can pay attention to it, but it's, it doesn't have algorithms, I guess, to like be able to... Um, How do you spell that? A, uh, clue. Like, or al- like the game? Like the oh, board yes, game? Yes, okay. like the game. <laughs> it's like algorithms. I didn't, oh, no. I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know if it was like CLU oh, or something yeah, clever. Oh, yeah, nothing fancy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, with like NAPRO and all that. Like a woman who's married and really does want to either intentionally get pregnant or avoid a pregnancy would need to perhaps something. I think there are more apps that are directly useful for NAPRO. I'm not aware of them. My wife and I use FEM, F-E-M-M, I believe. We'll look into that. It's a purple app. Do you have it on your phone too? I do. Good. But it hasn't been syncing right, so we've just been using, yeah. Okay. There's probably a fix for it. But that's great. It was working fine, and then (laughs) it wasn't syncing. Anyway. So you mentioned that your mom would be proud of you. Did she teach you to chart? Was that something? Um, not necessarily, no. And I think in high school, I think maybe I became like got regular at some point. But yeah, she knew when, <laughs> let's uh, say like my mood just told her and then she would, you know, yeah. be nice to me and check, you know, talk to me about it. But she did work in our crisis pregnancy center that we had in town. She was like one of the, f- the founding board members, uh-huh. worked in counseling with young women. So I would, like I still remember some of the, the kids of these young women that I'd, you know, help watch. So like the issues surrounding life and surrounding women's reproductive health were like a big part of our family life, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. So talking about a woman's menstrual cycle or, 
issues of teen pregnancy or STDs or all that stuff. It wasn't, yeah, we talked about it. It wasn't a big deal, Mm -hmm. I guess, at home. (laughs) Because I think there is a movement to educate teens, young women, about their cycles so Mm -hmm. they can learn it and they can chart. And some people might say that there's a fear of, well, then they'll know when they're fertile or not and might have premarital relations. But I think the pushback has been that the church has never been anti-science, right? (laughs) Right. It's it's kind of odd that almost seems like it's the non-churchgoers that are against promoting charting and knowing your cycle and like, let's just give them a pill and they don't have to think about it. Mm -hmm. And the church is saying, no, the the body works a certain way. Let's learn how it works. Mm -hmm. Let's teach women this, whether they chart or not, that's up to them. Mm -hmm. But it almost seems like uh, there's a lot of lack of information for young women about charting and how their bodies work. And there does seem like there's a movement to educate. So what I, I've found both personally and like reading is that being educated, especially for like a young woman, actually increases her autonomy and her right to know her own body. Mm-hmm. And I think that actually boosts confidence. Like it, Interesting. It, right. I don't think it would. It makes sense. Yeah. Increase. I don't think it would facilitate this like mechanism kind of mindset of like, oh, now I know how my body works. So I'm going to I actually think it increases a wonder for your own body and like mm-hmm. a um, respect a respect yeah like i think it would just engender this a, a natural sense of respect for what god's given you so then to say you receive that and then choose to misuse it like I, those seem contradictory to me another thing that came to mind something that i i didn't run into this personally but i had a lot of friends especially in high school of um women athletes who you know, maybe are just like push really hard um, mm-hmm. on like a swim team or whatever, and then might not have their period for months at a time. Right. So instead of like just pushing through that and, and but why not help that young woman understand her body? And there is a way to work your exercise, your competition in tandem, like with your menstrual cycle. Huh. Yeah, there's actually, I really need to look up the name of this. There's a woman scientist out there that's really advocating for, so like all these exercise tests were always done on men because there's no fluctuation in a man's body. Uh, I mean, there's some fluctuation, but not there's not extra hormones or anything. So it was just easier to have like, there's no variables, like Uh just test a man um, in his exercise instead of women because there's a lot of other variables, but those are variables we can understand. So there are ways to train harder at certain times to change your diet so that you do still have your period when you're working, when you're working hard, uh-huh. um, when you're competing. So I think there's an app that is related to that too. It's, um, I think it's called like Fitter Woman or Fitter, something like that, but hmm. put it in the notes. But yeah, so especially like a lot of young women are athletes, so to, to not teach them to despise their period and their the way that they were made because I think sometimes there's this underlying like resentment that like why do I have to deal with this instead to like teach them to honor it to respect themselves um, yeah yeah do you know if that's something that's taught in our Catholic schools high schools you know I don't know I don't either yeah it should, that'd be great 
somebody who has no idea how to chart, what to do, downloading an app might kind of guide you through it, but do you have any suggestions on where to go, resources? Of, mm. um, you know, I'm not terribly familiar with a lot of websites. I think some of the better apps out there that I think are is a decent start, and some of them have like teachings, like, what does this word mean? Mm-hmm. But I think it's, yeah, always better to like talk to somebody about it. And I probably should talk to like mothers more so and like women that are mentors of young young women that mm-hmm. like, I think sometimes the thought is like, well, if they want to know they're, they're going to ask or they just don't want to talk about it, especially with something like this, like they might not know that they can talk about it or that you want to hear about it. So I think, yeah, just to be that that woman in their life, that mother, that, um, that whoever that is open with them and you know, just like sees them. It's good to just like have somebody understand. So, yeah. So I think, yeah, women need to start just like talking to their younger counterparts. Yeah. Um, and I know the diocese has for married couples, if maybe if they're contracepting and say, okay, we need to, to stop mm-hmm. doing this and we're going to learn NFP. There's programs that they have for the diocese on, on training couples for NFP. Uh, and also in this diocese, we're really blessed with a lot of Catholic doctors and Catholic ob yeah. that do practice NFP and teach it. Mm-hmm. And, and so there's a lot of opportunities there too. Yeah. So if your doctor says you have to be on birth control, uh, definitely. No, no. Find another doctor. That's right. <laughs> They're out there. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Sister Ignatia. Appreciate it. Thank you, Kyle. Always, always a blast. It was good to see your turkeys. Anytime. <laughs> One of the best ways to support us is to share this podcast with your friends. We'd appreciate it. And until next time, remember to leave room for the Holy Spirit.